You yeah. know, you fun. know how I act <laughs> in clubs. Like I'm still gonna be <laughs> taking my clothes off in my jocks. But hey guys, welcome back to Industry Sunday with welcome your host. Excuse you, I wasn't finished talking. Sorry for with your <laughs> nope, then there she goes again. With your hosts, <laughs> Jake Levin, and now you can speak. <laughs> I'm so sorry, sir. It's okay. <laughs> oh my god. All right, well what did you do this week, Jake? I know we had an eventful night last night. I woke up or no, two nights ago. That was two nights ago, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, no, I haven't had like the best week. Yeah. You can tell it's like I'm already out of breath. <laughs> Just <laughs> situating yourself on the couch, you're out yeah. of your breath. Um so I had an asthma attack Sunday night around midnight, and it lasted until about four in the morning, which is like not fun because um, those things can be pretty scary if they not get in, they don't get like into control. Um, so I was like, do I go to the yard? Do I like call my mom? Luckily, I had like some emergency prednisone, like probably expired ass steroids, just sitting in one of my cabinets. So I popped a couple of those, and over the span of like. I don't know, an hour, hour and a half, things started to get better. Um, my boyfriend came and stayed with me. I went to bed around six in the morning, woke up, crack it on probably a couple hours later, went to the doctor, spent the whole doctor there until about five o'clock uh, yesterday, and then was just vibing, hanging out at home with me and my little nebulizer, my little smoke machine. Yeah. I was just, it was like a different kind of vaping, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the smoke's coming out. I was like, yeah. "Do I?" Jake had to do like a recap with his like team from his company today, and in the recap, he was making that noise. Like, sorry, I couldn't go into restaurants today because I didn't want to sound like this, like a blender, you know. And every so people yeah. started asking for like, "Where's the strawberry daiquiri at?" And I'm like, "No, no, no, it's just my breathing machine." Like, <laughs> you said you didn't have a blender here. You could make a frozen margarita. I'm like, here, you come, guys, can borrow mine. <laughs> oh, um, but I didn't really have an eventful week. I had a really bad guest today. Really bad. Just like got a hold of my cell phone number and kept calling me and texting me and like having requests because I book like large groups for my other job. So just all day, like the the most the smallest things kept calling me and I just could not get her off my tail. And like I pulled a lot of strings to like get her group in tonight for her and like it was a very last minute thing and i don't know i just realized today that like no matter what position you have in the service industry you're still like you go back to those days when you were first a little server and you're still that little bitch you're still that little server <laughs> oh yeah i did go to a winter gala on saturday with my boyfriend that he invited me to oh, i remember seeing that, that was fun that was i got to get all dressed up um it's at the history museum which was kind of unfortunate because they're sound ordinance regulations are not great because they have to keep it low enough i'm assuming to like not damage the artwork or have it like fall off the walls so it was like rather quiet the music yeah (laughs) so i was like all right i'm gonna have to have another drink and play the concert (laughs) in my head basically at this point um then actually we met up with you at maple and ash yeah um for a little bit before I don't know what happened to you. We, I went went to, to we went to Old Town for a little bit to hang out with his friends uh, at the Vig, which was it's always interesting. Yeah, I haven't been there since experience. I was like experience. And then yeah, no, I wouldn't. Wasn't it was okay. Yeah. Then we somehow ended up at Charlie's. 
Oh yeah, I forgot you were there. You were there for like twenty seconds. <laughs> well, yeah, somebody somebody had to puke. It happens. It happens. Somebody ended up in a bush, so we had to leave. The best of us. <laughs> At least it wasn't inside. Yeah, that's true. We love a good little puking rally, though. It is true. But yeah, we um, we have a little guest this evening. We do have a guest. Previously an assistant. Previously an assistant. Last episode, <laughs> we decided to bring her back for the sequel. Howdy. This is Joyce. Say hi, Joyce. Hi, everyone. Joyce Sandbell here. <laughs> Christian. Yeah. Should otherwise, it's my government name. Yeah, it's, government. it's on <laughs> his ID. Yeah, it's gonna be changed soon enough. <laughs> Honestly, like when I hear people say my name, like I would probably turn quicker to Joyce than I would to Christian. Really? Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. I always wonder because I switch back and forth all the time when I refer to you. So my friends introduce me to their friends as Joyce. Everybody's so yeah. confused. Yeah, and they're, and they're like, like, "Wait, do you go by Joyce or do you go by Christian?" And I'm like, eh, "Honestly, it depends on the day." That, yeah, that has happened a lot, especially to me. Depends like, on the wig. Already- yeah, it depends <laughs> on the wig. Which one I've got on? <laughs> so, um, yeah. So Christian was here last week um, as an assistant to Kyle Kandelsky. Um, I got promoted. Got promoted. Well, he got fired by Kyle, but then promoted by us. Um, <laughs> so Christian has a little bit of a background. Joyce has a bit of a background in the drag environment of the industry and doing yes. drag brunch type things. And yes. after the episode last week, we actually talked about how the drag industry is very similar to the service industry. Like it is a service industry, and this kind of leeways into like our conversation where we've been like, we want to start branching out to like all kinds of industries that are customer facing, like people facing. And that's like huge for the drag industry. Well, so. and what's even better about Joyce is that not yeah. only is she drag queen, but she also used to work in the retail industry. Uh, for oh yeah. Quite yeah. a long time. Uh, <laughs> the dark days of the past. <laughs> yeah. No, I have uh so I went to school for foreign language. I'm from Iowa, but um, I've been in retail or even I served for a while um, while I was in college and I've done drag for like 12 years. 12 years? Wow. That's really how long. Yeah. So I graduated in 2013, but I got my first job as a server at the, know. yeah, I was a server at the, the Sheridan Hotel in Iowa City. Really? Yeah. The bar was called, our restaurant was called Share. It was in the, that's Share. Share. Yeah. Share. Uh, small place. It was like kind of cute. Yeah. See, it was super so cute. Joyce and I both went to Iowa, just like different times. Times. Yeah. Different, different, <laughs> she's different this centuries. This is Kennedy's nice way of saying I'm a lot older than she no, is. No, <laughs> no, no, no. You're only like literally one, like I could have dated you. <laughs> one decade. It's a different generation. <laughs> yeah. No, I graduated no, like, in 2013. You were like a senior when I was like yeah. going into college. So yeah. it's not like it was that big of a jump, but I don't remember. It's legal. Yeah. <laughs> it is now. I don't know. <laughs> when, well, when I, my first year at Iowa, uh, 2008, you could be 18 to get into the clubs. I've heard about those days. You showed your driver's license and you just had to be 18. And they Stop. gave you a different yeah. colored wristband than the 21-year-olds. I mean, obviously, everyone had a drink um, in hand. Well, yeah. but also had um, spare 
wristbands opportunities for identification yeah um but like yeah but then so then it was it was 2008 you had to be 18 2009 you had to be 19 and then yeah and then obviously 21 a couple years after that but like after that had changed i already had gotten to be i think in cedar rapids it's still like that Really? Yeah. Are you sure? For some Wait. weird reason. Well, there's... There's so, one bar in Iowa City you can be 19 at. It's Studio 13. Right. So I was going to say that would segue into something later, but um, the gay bar was called Studio 13, and I was uh, started as like a bartender there when I was 19, too, and then that's eventually when I got started into doing drag. Really? I was yeah. going to ask you how you started. I knew... When I, I was at Studio. Yeah. Just from being your friend, I know how you started and where you started, but I... Would love if you would tell me this story again. Yeah, so the reason that Studio 13 can allow 19-year-olds into the bar after hours is because they got a permit from the city that said that since they're a show bar and they have drag shows, they can have 19-year-olds in the club. So I was, what did I say, 2009, I was 19. Um, I would... uh, (laughs) go in with my alternate form of identification uh, <laughs> and to hang out, like just to watch the shows because I thought it was so cool. And obviously, you know, even 10 years ago being gay, um, I wasn't out, but like I was coming out. And so that environment was like really cool to yeah. me. Yeah. Right. And I like, I, that's how I met a lot of my friends and that's how I met a lot of people who had similar interests to me or were going through the same walks of life as I was. So from like similar places that you're from. Too. Exactly. Yeah. I'm from a really small town in Iowa um, that I didn't necessarily have like a hard time with coming yeah. out, but like it, it took a while. Right. Yeah. I didn't actually come out until I was like, 21, I think, was my senior. Play it safe. Yeah, I played it, played it a little I was, safe. I was bi. I was, <laughs> yeah. Not, yeah, I was like bi. I, like, I think I still was making out with girls my sophomore year. Um, I would literally die if any of them were listening to this. Um, her, her, I'm not going to say her name, but she knows who she is. But um, yeah, so then I, I like started to come out. I, I was working at the bar. Um, and it was just like so cool. Like I loved it. I wanted to work as many hours as I could. I think the service industry in general, like I would meet so many people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And like I said, I, I, we were all going through the same, most of us were going through the same situation. Um, but it was just so cool. And I was like in love and like enthralled with like the mm-hmm. atmosphere and the environment of, of the club and, and everything. So that's how things escalated. That's how things escalated into me taping my dick back between my legs <laughs> <laughs> throwing a wig no. and some chapstick and mascara on and running around as Joyce Ann Bell with a kitten heel so with a kitten heel how did you come up with the name though cuz i know it's studio 13 like the you have like this thing with like mother drag queens right where you like have the same last name as them it's, like, yeah i mean that's the the drag culture in general so yeah. um my good friend uh, at the time, who was also the show director at the bar, um, Sasha Bell, um, was not not necessarily like super like pushing people to do drag, but she actually had her own um, series that we put on YouTube called Sasha Bell's Drag Race, right? Oh, and so it was, yeah, it was similar to. Uh, 
Like RuPaul. RuPaul's Drag Race, right. So we would do weekly challenges at the bar, usually on Sundays or Mondays. And um, since I was working, she's like, Christian, like, you should totally do this. Like, I could see you in this environment. Like, you have the personality for it. And I was like, no, I don't know. But, bitch, like I said, as soon as I got those heels and that wig on, I was like, no turning back here. So I did Sasha Bell's Drag Race and... There were probably like eight seasons. I don't know. You can find these on YouTube. I'm totally going to plug it because it's really, really cool to watch. Um, But I actually won season, I'm going to butcher this, season three or four. I think. So you've had a couple of these competitions. Yeah, so we'll 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 talk about that in Chicago. But so I won Sasha Wells Drag Race in Iowa City. Um, and that would have been in like 2013, somewhere around there. Wow. So yeah. So it year. was cool. Like I, um, Sasha's the one that got me going, which is why since her name's Sasha Bell, my name's Joyce Ann Bell. So I have her last name, like what you yeah. mentioned, Kennedy and a drag family, um, is, is important because they're like the people that get you going. They teach you the secrets and things. You can buy outfits and wigs and, and get all these things going. And that's where. I got it. It was from her. So where did Joyce Ann come from? Well, so Joyce, (laughs) I mean, to be fair, like how many drag queens do you know named Joyce? None. None. There are no drag queens named Joyce. Well, no, 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 no. Uncommon drag queen. Sasha goes, you know what? I've I've always, I don't know if she'll remember this or not. If she listens to this, I'm going to send this to her. If she listens, she's going to die. She's like, I've always wanted a daughter named Joyce. And I was like, fuck yeah. Like Joyce sounds like a hot like primped and proper mom from the suburbs Smoking with like sexy slim. fucking kids and like her got a husband that works business and is never home. I was like, I want to be fucking Joyce. That does sound like it. Doesn't that sound like it's like a, like she's from Naperville. I think you told <laughs> like, me. I want to be Joyce from Naperville. <laughs> Burridge. Um, so then, yeah. And Anne was because my, uh, this is so corny. My sister's middle name is Anne. Kellyanne. Oh, oh, cute. I know. Isn't does that kind of cute? I think she does know that. Yeah. If oh, she doesn't, she's I like that. Out. The corporation, I like it. It's and, very thought out. And like a, like a, like I had three names. A lot, a lot of drag queens have three names. And so it's, it made it like kind of like real, you yeah, know? Like, like you're a real person. Yeah. Like I should change my name from Christian John Free to Joyce Ambell on my government certificate. That would be awesome. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't think anybody would stop you at No, this yeah. No. Do whatever the fuck I want. So you become Tennessee. Joyce. I have become Joyce. That's a, that's the <laughs> cool thing. It's like, Joyce and Christian are not separate people. Joyce is an extension of who Christian is. Yeah. I like that. It's really meta. But yeah, it's really It's really cool. meta. It's very meta. <laughs> um, so yeah, so then in 2000... You never guess she was a boomer, babe, this Gen Z personality. I know. <laughs> but see, the thing is, I'm a millennial. I for sure feel like a Gen Z, but yeah. I'm technically a millennial. I actually wanted to name this episode do you remember the Lindsay lohan movie called confessions of a teenage Dragon? oh my god i yes. was gonna name this episode confessions of a millennial drag i love that that's a perfect <laughs> name perfect name perfect name um so i graduated in 2013 2014 then i moved to omaha nebraska i worked for abercrombie so that's yeah. when I got started. Yeah, that's when I got started in retail. I was a which lawsuit were they on at that point? No, that <laughs> no. was um. Oh, that was the Abercrombie. Great groups. Yeah, no, this was when uh, what's his Mike Jeffries, right? I think that was his name. Was the CEO. Touching? Um, My and headphones. this is like kind of like post, like cool kids vibe, 
middle of like there are Abercrombie's a bunch of assholes because they're all like pretentious sort of shit. Yeah. Yeah. But things were also changing to where they were becoming a lot more inclusive with things. Um, so I was, I I guess that was the time period. Yeah, it was, it was, it truly was. Um, so I was like a quote unquote model. I would, I literally, I'm not kidding you. They would call me in for like a four or five hour shift once a week to just like walk around. I'm I'm dead serious. You were that guy. I was that guy. That's awesome. It was awesome. It was awesome. But like also, is that retail? There's so many things that I, right. That I could have been doing with my time (laughs) other than going and folding the same pair of shirts and saying, Hey, welcome to Hollister. Well, check out our jeans. <laughs> Hollister. <laughs> Hollister. Were you the guy spraying the perfume at the time? We sprayed just... the perfume, yep. <laughs> oh that was a, it's real. Yeah, it was real. It oh was my all God, real. Have you seen the documentary on Netflix? They destroyed that guy. Yeah. That started all that. Mike Jeffries. Was Fun fact. He sounds like fun, a like oh, a Mormon see, polygamist husband. That's a hundred percent what he was. And the thing is <laughs> the thing is is he was always like pretty people, pretty people, pretty people, but he was the ugliest Ugly. motherfucker. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Ugliest motherfucker. Did you meet him? I never met him. He had his private jet. This is like so saucy. I love this. His <laughs> private jet, he would he would hire male models on the jet to be shirtless in the jeans, like the guys you would see at the front of the stores, and what? they would serve their like drinks on the jet. For like his guests on the plane? Correct. Oh, so isn't that like and he was but also like what? yeah it's like <laughs> no i like want to like be a fly on the wall in his house now right. like is i want to know what like, his life is like just like uh, closeted uh, i don't know i'm not gonna speculate no yeah. sexuality is fluid jake yeah remember? Well, i don't know we're not gonna you, speculate yeah when you do stuff like that on a private plane yeah i mean whatever you're paying maybe, he, maybe he's just married to the brand that's true. That's he might cr- be in love maybe with the brand. Know, it's so cringy. <laughs> it has nothing to do with the models. It's maybe all about the brand. Ma- hey, maybe he's just totally just married to the brand, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I would kill myself. Yeah. Um, no, so I start, I, I worked for Abercrombie, uh, and then I became a manager. Um, and I, I, I loved it. I, I really did. I think uh, I never really had like something that I was super in love with other than drag. And so I'd never had a real job either. So um, once I got started with this and I learned all of like the ins and outs of people management and HR and, and the standards for how the store was supposed to be run, I just like really locked in. Yeah. Um, I was only a, an assistant manager for like six months and I got promoted to my own store. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. It was really cool. I was a, ripe tycoon out of, <laughs> yeah. out of graduating and that's when i moved to Nebraska. running that place like a fucking military like a, like yeah. like the sweetest gayest military leader <laughs> that you could possibly meet um and so when i took over my first store they were like i had a couple options but i was like i want to go do something like cool and like get out of iowa and like be a butterfly that i already was omaha nebraska (laughs) is where i landed my cocoon was in omaha fucking nebraska how long were you there i was only in omaha for like seven or eight months and i I can imagine why yeah and i so i got there and the store was a trash can like (laughs) terrible associates it looked like shit like there were so many things that needed to be fixed but like i said i had this weird ability of just like honing in on what needed to be fixed and doing the right things to make it happen i had memorized like the standard books front to back um and so i got there i did what i needed to do and i was like now what and i'm done yeah all right like literally that's what it was like i swear to god it was like all right i'm done and then i got promoted they were like well that's fine here we'll give you a bigger assignment they moved me to uh uh, speaking of Naperville, they moved me to Fox Valley. 
in, oh. in Aurora. So I lived in the suburbs. When oh I God, first got Aurora! Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that was 2015. Oh, wow. yeah. That's how you heard your journey here. That's how I got my journey here. So the thing about Iowa <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that everyone that goes to Iowa either moves to like Denver, yep, or Chicago, yep, or like. Maybe Minneapolis. You'll have the few. Yeah, three. The few. That go back like, to Minneapolis. Some go to New York. Crazy ducks, LA, right. That yeah. go to LA or New York or like other ways. But like. But smaller cities, nowhere else except right. for those three. They, for these sure. places are like a Mecca in the Midwest. Yeah. Wow. A lot go to Des Moines. I know a lot of my grad like friends from college went to Des Moines. Which is an upcoming city, actually. Um, There's a yeah. lot of really, really cool retail restaurants. The way that like. Um, the suburbs in Des Moines, even West Des Moines, yeah. are expanding and becoming new and, and fresh and cool. Like they've attracted a lot of people there. Definitely. Um, yeah. So then I was in the suburbs again for probably eight months in 2015. And I was like kind of twiddling my thumbs. I, I turned the store around. I'd hired a bunch of new people. It looked amazing. Um, I wanted to stay in Chicago, but my boss's boss's boss came into the store his name oh, was shit. he's like a director level came in and was like christian like what are you what are you doing what do you want to do like what do you want to see where do you want to go and i was like i just want to like get promoted here <laughs> he's like okay so then a couple weeks later they came back to me and they were like actually we have an assignment for you in new york oh new jersey and i was like eek but I had already, you know, been such a yes man. I was like, yeah, I want to do this, this, this. Like, I have always, I was always super structured with my my work life versus my my social life and everything. But I was sad because I had met so many cool people in Chicago. Yeah. But I was like, oh, okay, <laughs> I want to do it. Right? Did you, did you go they, to New York? Yeah. So I went to New York. I didn't know that either. Yeah, wow. yeah. I moved first, moved to Jersey City, um, and I lived there for probably like know it was like maybe like a little less than a year my first door was at um jersey gardens oh, oh which was like an outlet right by kyle's yeah. house yeah, yeah. <laughs> which was actually really cool like it was the biggest it was the number one volume outlet location in the country wow Wow. Right. So they really, they really were like, we're going to put you on this track. That's to kind do of a this. big thing. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, it was at this time when they were changing the way that they wanted to be perceived and their, their, like mentality. Not their morals, but their, eth- like their ethical, yeah. like base, base, Core. right. About how they wanted to be viewed. And I was someone who was like, as soon as a customer walks in the door, like they're so important. That's the first person that you talk to. Mm-hmm. Like your store needs to look great and needs to look clean, but like we just need to have a great guest ex- or customer experience in the store. Yeah. Um, it's like a good work ethic too, and like that. Like it's funny because like if, especially if you start working when you're young, you just you start with a good work ethic, and it just like transitions into everything else you do later in life. Right, so, like, which yeah. is what you guys were talking about. How yeah. closely associated retail is with the service industry. Yeah. They're two different demons. They're two different demons. They're two different demons. But but at the the same same time, like when you have a guest walk into a restaurant, Mm -hmm. you like the level of service and the kind of experience that you want them to have there is the same as what I and Abercrombie, even now, like they've officially rebranded. Um, like you want to expect when people are in your store. Right. And I took that, I took that the same way that you might have a server take pride in their table. I took pride in that with all the stores that I ran coming in and getting clothes. Right. Like, and I want my, my team, my associates, like whoever it is to give that great 
customer experience so that when they leave, they're like, wow, this was like one of the best Abercrombie's I've ever been to. Just like yeah. you want them to say when they leave your restaurant, like yeah. this is the best restaurant I've ever been to because of the experience that I had. Yeah. There's definitely so, like different layers of people in both industries because I'm sure there's like, just like how there's people in the service industry that don't care and just are there to make money and leave and like, which is you know, like, I get it. Every job. It, it, is, it is every job. Like, no. to accountants too. Right. You know? You're never, you're never going to ask someone who's doing their job. Like, yeah. w- like, are you really not here for a paycheck? Yeah. No. <laughs> People are there to make money to pay their fucking bills. Like yeah. that's just the truth. But if you can do something and pay your bills and kind of like it and have a good experience and like I did, I I was quickly validated by a lot of the things that I did. Like I said, I started drag, I won drag race. I started these jobs, I got promoted quickly. Like yeah. I feel like I, I feel like such a douchebag. No, <laughs> I sound like a douche. But it's true. I mean, it's are- true. Like I, I genuinely like put a lot of effort and time into these things, and I really cared about it. Yeah. So this is the the caveat then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The one thing that I kind of fell off of when I was doing all this traveling and moving around was I didn't perform as much. Oh. I was going to ask you if you were performing while you were a, a yeah. Hollister Abercrombie model because that would be hilarious. <laughs> no, I no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I like was still doing shows while I was in Iowa City. When I moved to Omaha, I I met a lot. Of, so this is where I, I missed a, a point of information. I also played volleyball in college. And I yeah, I played volleyball in Iowa. Iowa? Yeah. Wow. And then um, when I moved to Omaha, a lot of the people that I met were initially through volleyball. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So I like reached out, I met and I played some open gyms. I had that community, but then drag, once I started talking to people, they, I got to perform a, a little bit here and there at the, the bars there. The big one's called um, the max in Omaha. Max. It's actually the max. It's actually humongous. M-A-X-X. Really? Picture like sidetrack times two. Stop, really? Oh, no, those, huge. those like the gay bars in like medium sized cities are so massive. Like, have you been to the ones in Minneapolis? Yeah. Like gay nineties is so gay you don't think it's gonna and, end. And um the what's other the saloon. Saloon, they're both so, many so huge. Rooms yeah, and there's yeah. like levels and like all of a sudden you're you're in an arcade <laughs> and then you're like on a floor with like a giant runway. Like you, you know, know, oh listen, you know I love a good runway, sis. <laughs> Put a giant runway in front of this Leo and you're never gonna see the end of day or that one. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no. So, uh, once I got to like Omaha, I started doing those things, but drag kind of fell off. Yeah. 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 Which was sad. And then when I got to Chicago, for sure, I didn't perform when I got to New York, I think I maybe did like a show or two. I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. I know that I didn't just cut it off. I performed somewhere. Yeah. Um, but it was just, I was focused so much more on my career. Well, that's why yeah. you moved there. So yeah. Right. Then, then drag. Um, and then eventually things happened. I was, they wanted, uh, Abercrombie wanted me to continue my career on the East coast. Um, and, uh, I wanted to move back to Chicago to be close to my grandparents. There was yeah. going to some things, my family. Um, and so I quit, unfortunately, after all of that, moved back to Chicago. Um, and then I started with Target. Target. Yeah. The great Target. Best Christian era so far. Oh, God. Target. <laughs> I tell you what, I actually don't hate Target. I really liked it a lot. It was a great job. Um, again, here I go back. Um, <laughs> I started at a store as like their apparel leader. Like yeah. I was in charge. It was called Soft Lines. Yeah. And what they loved was that I had all this apparel background and you don't necessarily go into Target just for apparel, right? There's all, it's a department store, so there's so many things yeah. you could get. But where Target makes all of its money, secret, secret, 
is on their clothes. Stop. Really? Because they're all owned brands. By Target. By Target, oh. right? So like think oh. things like they used to have Marona, um, their swim lines called Shade and Shore, or just like the men's wear, really like Goodfellow, food, good food brand, which is now, uh, oh God, this is so embarrassing. What's the name of it? I should know. Like, good and Gather. There, I know, I literally Oh, Good and Gather. Yes. Good and Gather. It's now Good and Gather. It used to be something else. Yeah. Um, huh. But yeah, so Target makes all of its money on the brands that they own, obviously. Yeah, yeah that's how every the big chain works. Like, right. IV has their own brand. Yeah, this like, is going to change people's views about how they go into retail stores now. So when does you go... Does Jewel have a brand, actually? Huh? Or Mariano's or Jewel Asco? Walgreens or any, like, does. Well, the thing about Mariano's or Jewel Asco is that all, I think all of their stuff, like most of their stuff is their own. Yeah. That's why they make, they're so, they make so much money. Yeah. Really? Yeah. So like, if you go into Target, the next time you go, when walk into like the cheese section. And you're going to see Good and Gather with like all of its brands right next to their competitor, like the competitor. And they're going to be completely different prices. And they're going to be completely different prices. You're going to see Target's is a little cheaper uh-huh. than the other brands because they need to sell it for people that want to grab it. But like they're going to make, if Target sells, um, uh, a market pantry is what it used to be called. If they sell Good yeah. and Gather cheese for three ninety nine, they probably make three dollars and fifty cents off of that wow. they probably yeah. they probably only pay 49 cents for that oh yeah because they just make it well and they don't have to pay for any of the space on the fucking shelves right right exactly um fun fact though but there's some other things like tide mm. um tide target actually loses money on tide really no shit. they they pay to have tide on their shelves but why is that it's such a known brand. It's a known brand. People are going to come in to get tied. And then they're going to buy some clothes. And then they're they're going to buy some clothes. Some they're going to buy some earrings. They're going to buy some cheese. Yeah. They're going to buy some other things. Like that's how they, how they do so well. Yeah. Um, and so I came in and Target was in the middle of like um, rebranding their apparel too. So now I'm this person who comes in with all this apparel background and the, I, like him working through stores and stuff like that. And so I just like, boom, came in, learned everything they needed quickly, turned the store around. I was in Niles, Illinois. Yeah. I so I lived, I lived in the city, but I worked in Niles. Um, and like the store was just beautiful. <laughs> like, <laughs> like seriously, says, seriously. Yeah. And again, it was the same thing. It was like, you get people to walk in the door. They have a great experience buying clothes. And now it's sorry. like, <laughs> so sorry. Get, get that drink, Jake. Get that Jake, drink. Jake, I could hear the chugging so wet, loud. Wet that throat, girl. Get that beat Did nice and wet. Did hear that? Oh, my God. So Doug. sorry. No, it's okay. Um, so then I was like, people need to walk into Target and love buying the clothes. Because if they spend, if you spend 50 bucks at Target on clothes, you're gonna you're already gonna spend fifty bucks on your groceries yeah. and your yeah. household essentials and things like that. So now you spend a hundred bucks. They had a great experience. They're coming back and do it again. Like Target had a couple of really great years. Yeah. Um. So I, in the midst of all of that, I got promoted to Oaklawn, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I remember oh. that. Uh-huh. I remember those days. This is where it's we had a time. To go down. <laughs> Down, <laughs> down, down hill. Oakland uh, is the third largest store in the Chicagoland area. I remember mm. you telling me that you yeah. got like a car to go down there. Yep. I bought a car. Couldn't take the train. It's too far from. I live in Rogers Park, and Oakland is an hour, about an hour, like two minutes. hours in the train. Yeah, yeah. sometimes it's really long. So that store was 
um, a challenge, is how I will <laughs> to say, say the that, least. To say the least. Yeah. Um, and I just like I I worked really hard. I was doing twelve, sometimes fourteen hour days. I would their entire like visuals needed to be changed around. I would move fixtures, like I I everything on the floor pads. I I touched mm-hmm. every single thing in their apparel floor pads. The, I, every fixture I touched, I put somewhere. I made it. ADA compliant, or I made it visually appealing, or I moved like a, a little rack in front of a wall so you could see it better. Like I learned so much of that story about visual merchandising. It's like insane. I've never thought about that, like ADA yeah. compliance with like how close the racks are together. Yep. Like you so, have to have, be able to fit like a wheelchair yep. through it. Even things like I would take racks off the floor. I would just I would throw get racks of out of the building. Be like, <laughs> get rid of this. I mean, that's just kind of the personality I have yeah. too. It's like I wasn't necessarily. You're definitely like that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I just like. Like I said, and this is the same with Abercrombie, I learned what needed to be done and I had a very direct vision and I got my team on board with doing it and respectfully made the changes that needed to happen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's such just, a good feeling. Yeah, it was such a good feeling. Yeah. And they gave me a bunch of money to do it. But yeah, which is great. But I mean the same thing with you. We can we can tie this back to the service industry. Like if you have Sorry. a table if you have a table, you walk up to a table, from the minute you start talking to them, you can gauge what the conversation's going to be like. You yep. can gauge what they're going to need, what they're going to want, how that experience is going to go. You can upsell. You can make sure that like the, the things, if you buy an entree, like you're going to have sides that are attached to it. Like The way you build a check is the same idea with how I was building baskets in a Target. You know, yeah. like, And so the end outcome was positive and that's that's the way you want it to be right exactly no one of my favorite things about joyce whenever i go out to eat with him is he does this even like with his dinner table he'll come into your house and like help you clean like your fridge out <laughs> and like organize your towel oh, no. at, at the dinner table in a restaurant he whenever you're done eating he will stack up all the trays neatly oh, and like my God. it's like he's been serving for 20 years but he's never served since college so uh, it's, it's true it's one of my favorite things about you though because it's what i would OCD do but kicks i don't think in. About i know it. it's, yeah. the, it's true I, I i don't go on a lot of dates um have you ever done that on a date no here's but when i what i'll say is when people ask me on a date or something like that they'll be like what's your what's your red flag what's your toxic trait it's not really a toxic trait but i'll be like i'm like a, an obsessive cleaner <laughs> like i'll walk into people's homes or like if there's like a party the the guest You're is not gonna clean. have to worry about the next day because i've yeah. already bagged all the trash and it's sitting at the it's, door yeah. <laughs> it's like, in, the it's like there are people like christian just have fun like leave the dishes alone i'll take care of it i'm like Honey, I already took care of it. Like, like everything had already cleaned up. Yeah, it's already done. Um, but yeah, you're so right. I totally do do that. When I'm at the dinner table, I will clean all the plates up and it'll already be stacked for the buster. Yes, it's so awesome. I love it so much. And it is a toxic I, trait because I should be like engaging. My friends, my friends are like, like you're not getting paid to be here. Like, why are you cleaning? No, I would say the first couple times you've done it, I'm like, why am, am I boring him? Like, why is he doing that? And then like, I feel like the third time you do it, you're like, okay, this is just what he this does. Is just yeah. No, it's true. <laughs> I, have, I, I have severe uh, attention uh, deficit problems. So that's like one of the things that <laughs> I like. Busy. Yeah, it keeps me busy. Like keeps me focused. I have, I have a hard time focusing on things, but uh, yeah, no, it's <laughs> and fine. that's where we are here now. Yeah, here we are now. Yes. So now this segues into. So you stopped doing drag during New York, and then you came back to Chicago, and then what happened there? Yes. Oh, so this is so silly, and every time I say it out loud, it, it sounds sillier and sillier. But I stopped. 
doing drag. And when I got back to Chicago, I was really nervous because I was like, there's so many bars and so many drag queens. And I'm like, these girls are going to tear me apart. Like they're going to hate me. Like yeah. I, I don't want to, it's very go, competitive. It's very competitive. And I don't want to go they're all like well-known and they're all well, well, see, that's the thing is like, there are well-known Queens, but there are, there are noobs. Yeah. There are babies, baby drags, baby babies, mm-hmm. um, who've just started. And I didn't want to be in that. I didn't want to be put in that box either of being the yeah. drag queen who's new, but like, I'm not new. I'd been performing for like six, seven years. I wasn't a, a, a green. I wasn't green. I was seasoned. Um, so I was like, shit, I don't want to start. But then um, there Splash had a competition. Nope. And I was really, yeah, Splash had a competition. It was called tens. I remember, um, like people knew that I did drag and I would go to splash as Joyce and people were like, whoa, yeah. Who the fuck you is this? Yeah. I would, yeah. I would, I yeah see, that. that's the thing is I would, I would just go out in boys town and drag. Yeah. Um, which was really the thing to do to meet people, to, yeah. to put your that brand out idea, there. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, uh, I also play rec, uh, a lot of recreational sports. So kickball, dodgeball, um, frisbee that's how you met a lot of your friends and that's how i met a lot of my friends and then a lot of those cmsa or like stonewall sports would have like fun drag where they do like one week where there would be like a mini competition to raise money for charity and so that's how people started to get joyce to know joyce as well um but then once i found out about tens at splash i was like you know what i'll do it i'm gonna do it i I love that i already have one w under my belt (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> so like i could do this and i was really really nervous because like i said like i it's knew com- it's intense here. it's intense but like i knew that i had the confidence and i knew that i had the experience to get on the stage and not look like someone who was brand new yeah. but i was like i had to work really hard to show that i was skilled and that i like could perform perform yeah in in the scene and you have a really good way of being humble while being confident too. And people like are con- attracted to that and connect yeah. with that. So I feel like that also helps I know. you. Where I, I, Even now still, you've like been doing it for years in Chicago. Like, Yeah. So. My favorite thing to say is like, I, I wouldn't consider myself arrogant. Like I think someone who's arrogant is oblivious to how they can step on other people's toes. Yeah. And I think that there's a difference between arrogance and confidence and confidence is a really big deal to me. Yeah. yeah. Well, you won it, didn't you? Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, so week one, week one, we all had to like do a number and like introduce ourselves as who we are and who our, like our drag number was. And there were I, weeks. Yeah. There was, this, it was like, 14 people. It was, oh my God. It was like an actual was like drag, drag race. race. Yeah. Oh my it was God. For like there were months. guest judges every week. It was on Monday nights i would i would come i would come see him <sighs> it was so rough tuesdays were like the worst days in the world because you were at the bar until 1 a.m and then had to go to work on tuesday but no so that i won week one i actually won like three or four comp three or four weeks remember really? when i did maleficent yep i won that week oh my god um i won the week that lexi I yeah, did when the you quadruplets. Guys, I remember that too. Yeah. I didn't go to it. I've seen all these. I went and watched though. you guys practice your dancing yeah, at the yeah. back of the bodega. So like I had I had these like cool ideas of things that I wanted to do and, and I became more confident as I went through the competition because I was winning and like I wasn't I and people realizing I wasn't green. I wasn't new. I had yeah. done this for a while. Mm-hmm. Um so yep, I made top four. Uh final night was super fun. I like wasn't nervous at all. Genuinely. You're back in the biz. I was back in the biz, but I like also was like, you know what? Like 
if I don't win this, no offense, Splash. <laughs> if I don't win this bar competition, <laughs> like it's not the end of the world. No. You know what I mean? This isn't RuPaul's Drag Race. I yeah. spent a lot of money doing this. Like it was for fun. Like however happens, and that was like the moment that it was like that was the real deal. Like because I wasn't nervous, I went out there. I had a, I did a great solo number. Um, these other girls who were a little bit newer were probably a little bit nervous. An awesome runway had a great question on stage question and I ended up winning Splash's tens competition. Would you ever so yeah. one thing I've seen is there's somebody from our high school that won Miss Gay US of A or something or get Miss Gay Iowa US of A. Oh yeah, uh, I did not So would you ever do school. that like Illinois? I don't a? think that I am a Pageant queen. Pageant queen. Pageant queen very different. What's the difference? I, uh, What's the difference? Oh my gosh. This could, we could literally talk about this for hours. But <laughs> I, so uh, for people who don't know Joyce, I don't wear, I shave my legs. I'm really tall. I don't wear any hip pads, which is usually, a drag queen usually wears hip pads so that you have like a an hourglass figure. For some yeah. reason, I have this weird woman body. She got mother bearing <laughs> hips. Yeah, I've got big hips and a big butt and a tiny waist. And here we go again, me on my pedestal. <laughs> Uh, but so like humble. so humble <laughs> but like i i've always just done a different kind of drag than everybody else not not, not mainstream now you see yeah. a lot of the girls on drag race that don't wear hip pads or they'll shave their legs or you yeah. know wear different kind of outfits um but in pageants pageants are traditional pageants are are old-fashioned like yes. very really and Sweet. i don't want to be that like bourgeois grandeur big, big i mean i like big hair. Yeah. <laughs> like give me a, the higher the hair the closer to god <laughs> like, no for sure but i don't want to be that like um i th- that sort of like grandiose style of drag which i would use i would go as far to use the term female impersonation yeah oh. not necessarily a drag performer which again is very like gen like new new age um it's a gray area. Is it's it's well no it's really not a gray area. It's it's like they're just two different styles. Yeah. Like yeah. drag uh pageants are traditional high level female impersonation for yeah. for sure. Um and the the systems the pageant systems is what we call they have things that they're looking for and I just know that I am not <laughs> what, what they're, they're, they're looking, looking for. for. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go shake my pussy at Splash without any clothes <laughs> on. I don't want to go to the baton and compete in a, a You pageant. have a talent and things like that. Well, I like have the flags and stuff. Talents. <laughs> just not the ones. I just don't PG want to do a talent. <laughs> like, yes. Does oh that make God. sense? Yeah. It does, yes. yeah. Yeah. Wait, so I've one seen. question I had for you. Um, okay. Is there anything like embarrassing that's happened to you during a show? Or like, have you ever like lost your wig? Has there (laughs) not been anything embarrassing? We've asked our other two guests, like embarrassing things that's happened to them on the job or like in a bar or club. So if you could pick one thing. Think of who you're talking to. I know. No, I actually, so what I was telling you, one of the um, sport drag things that I did um, was kickball. And we had like a lip sync battle thing at Roscoe's. And I have the video on my phone. If you'd like to see it, I'll put it on the internet. Oh my God. You just said I, I, I <laughs> was doing my it. number and someone was in kind of the back of the bar and they were filming me and you can see I'm tall. So you can see like the upper half of my body <laughs> and all of a sudden the, the Roscoe's stage was like a little off. A little wobbly, you see me just go 
face first into the floor and no. my legs go up in the air. I'll show you the video. It's so oh my God. embarrassing. I hit the floor so hard. Um, oh, God, it was awful. Did it hurt? It uh, it didn't hurt terribly because I was actually able to catch myself. Yeah. Um, but it was, <laughs> it's a hilarious video. I'll have to show it to you. <laughs> yeah, I want to see it. Um, I have, I've never, I haven't lost my wig in Chicago. In Chicago, specifically. In Chicago, I haven't Wait, so lost, you my lost my wig. Your wig. That would be mortifying to me. That's like <laughs> With your wig that's cap. where drag ends for me. It's <laughs> where my wig towel. comes off and I throw in the fucking towel. <laughs> <laughs> when you see Joyce's wig come off, that's when Joyce is officially done. I hope I'm not there for that. Oh, I can put me six feet under. <laughs> then there was the time that you were hanging off the back of the bus. Oh, that video is. Yeah, but that's not embarrassing. No, that was eight. that was just that possible. Was, to get, that was a sleigh. I just thought you were going to get arrested. Just, I, I really, I need to do that again this was summer. It like a CTA bus. Yes, it, yes. So we were at Splash. <laughs> we were at Bla- we were at Splash doing a show, and I, again, I don't know what came over me. The, <laughs> the drag gods of 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 Greece. Um, I I ran across the street and I saw the CTA bus coming down, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to hop on. I'm just going to take this thing down the street. That is so funny. <laughs> so I got on the back of it, like right in front of kind of like DS or Town Hall. And you'll see in the video, I just kind of like rode. I was waving, smiling, <laughs> wave, smiling, wave. But I, as an idiot, had grabbed onto the like the grate that opens. Like, what's it called? Like the the vent for the engine. Yeah, for the for the thing at the back of the bus. <laughs> no. And as it's driving, it stops. The grate pops back, and I just fall off the back of the bus. <laughs> Did the bus even stop? No, like- but well, the, I don't think the bus knew I was on it. No, but that's hilarious. They had no idea. They had no idea. Oh my god! It's actually a really great video. I have to send you that too. Yes. Um, I did a number once. Uh, some friends will tell you this in uh, rollerblades. Oh yes, I've seen at this. Splash for brunch. <laughs> yeah. And I, one of them was broken, and I didn't know until I got on stage that the wheel was broken, what? and I hit the deck, hit the deck so hard. <laughs> But then, but again, I kind of caught myself, but then I came back to do my second number and I was, I told the drag queens, I was like, I don't know what to do. Like the rollerblades are, but they're like, you know what you should do is you should go out there and do the, do your next number and do exactly what you did the first time because it was hilarious. Like everyone loved it. And I was like, oh my God, you're so bright. So I ran back out there and I like did the entire number. I think I did like, um, what's the Celine song that I'm known for? The, I drove all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I drove all night, but I would like. I would do like kind of like pretend falls and I, I would like almost fall. And then at the end of the number, I fell down. And what part of the song? Like I drove. All- yeah. I drove all night. I would be on my rollerblades and I would just hit the You're just falling. That's so I'm just funny. falling down. It was actually hilarious. I'm so, mad. so I've been friends with Joyce for like three years now and I've never seen you perform live except for there's one time when we first, one of the first times we hung out during COVID, we were filming oh, yeah. your live show like with for Instagram milk. or something with MILF money. And we had to. <gasps> oh, that was so fun! <laughs> remember the video didn't work the first it time we had muted. to do it twice. <laughs> oh no, that's when I did. Um, Sia, Sia, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. also did Milf Money. The Milf after Money. That. So Thank God Sia. we didn't have to do that one twice. Yeah, yeah. Not again. My entire house would have smelled well, like we did milk Sia cottage twice. cheese. <laughs> Joyce cottage cheese. We bell. put Joyce in the bathtub, and we had like super squirters squirting milk on her, and like we were oh, dumping it on her head. It was like, so fun. Do you guys have those videos? I don't know. I, I think, feel like I probably. I feel like it's in your phone. We have to have a. We should somewhere. watch that. I haven't seen that. In a I while. would have to look for a long time. Maybe I'll do that when I get home tonight. That's, so funny. I, that's like one of my core memories. I'm never going to forget that. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. I love that part of quarantine. Um, okay, it, you might say it's two percent of your brain. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> Shut the fuck you definitely up. don't want to skim past that one. <laughs> um. <laughs> um. Okay, sorry. Did you Google those? Just no, I had to. No, I had to. I gotta go. Oh yeah. my god. Okay, so it was a whole lot of fun. There are a few drag queen trends I want to ask you about, um, and then we can move into our game. Cool. Um, so we're, I guess I don't know. I don't know if we should do the game first or not. I named the drag queen trends toot it or boot it. Oh, I love toot it or boot it. So we're gonna do. Really we have five trends. They're, they're, Trends? No, oh. no, no. I'm not talking about that yet, Jake. Stop reading the notes. I told you not to read the notes. I hate it. Okay, so there's so there's five drag queens trends, and I have to toot them or boot them. Yep. That's the game, and that's the questions? Nope, this is the questions, then we oh, have. Oh, okay. Oh, and I'm going to do the game. game first, and then we're going to do the, the questions. No, yeah, because like... toot and boot is like the, yeah. Let's do that I, last. I feel like that's how you save it for last. Toot and boot last? Yeah. Okay, let's that's do that. That's how they always have done it. Okay, perfect. All right, um... We're going to talk about the recent trend in the last five to 10 years of restaurants that are either gay bars or generally like a, a sports bar or a streets bar doing okay. drag brunches. Oh. And some of them are unlikely contenders as the top places in Chicago for Jenny, it. I thought that was the tooted and booted. Nope. That's the different. I thought we were tooting and booting drag nope. brunches. That we, just we can toot and boot both of them because I think okay. it'd be funny. Wait, um, this is, I'm so intrigued by this. Yeah. So we, we found a list on timeout.com. It's a list by Lindsay Enet. Um, discussing drag brunches. This is in a cis female, straight female. I think so. Yeah, I didn't really look into the author very much, but okay. um, I'm intrigued by why a straight so, girls. I know writing drag about brunches. drag brunches. Okay, yeah. yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, so it's going to be like a tutit and Buddha and also Joyce. Has she done it? <laughs> okay. okay. All right. Okay. The first one is Divalicious brunch at Kit Kat Lounge. I'll describe the brunch: zebra print chairs. Big hot mess chicken and biscuits or the strawberry waffle breakfast. Martinis like the Britney bitch and the my neck, my back. Two show seatings, one at 11.15 a.m. and 1 p.m. Toot it or boot it. Wait, first, um, have you done it? I have, not, I have not done it. You've never done Kit Kat? I've never done Kit Kat's brunch. I have been there for it. Um, I'm going to toot it. Really? Yes, because um, the the drag, I would like to say that it's a scale, but it's really not. I'm so, here, I'm going to backtrack just a little bit. I'm so glad you asked me this because <laughs> I just had this conversation with a couple people the other day um, about drag brunches in Chicago or just in general. Yeah. Where a drag brunch really wins, where they really win is yeah. if you have a good show, it doesn't take too long, and the, it's actually good Food. food yes food, food and drinks and- so i'm intrigued again like i said by the restaurant thing because if a rest like if a restaurant has great food and a real restaurant yeah. and they want to incorporate a drag brunch it sounds like a great idea it is um okay so i would sometimes <laughs> sometimes i would toot kit kat because yes uh the martinis are probably a little overpriced <laughs> but the, but it is great drag like yeah. I've been to Kit Kat a, a ton of times for drag. The queens love to perform, and the environment's great because the people that go to Kit Kat for drag love drag. drag. Yes, that's and why they, they have go the there. two the two show seatings, like one for the early birds, one for the people who slept. Well, in I feel late. like they just do a drag a lot. 
too. It's not even just on those Sunday brunches. Right. They have oh, they shows. They do it every night almost. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times a week. It's a, sh- it's a Kit Kat show lounge. lounge. Yeah. yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. So I'm going to, I, but I don't know about the food. I'm not, I don't know about the food. the food. I, I think I have, but it I don't, really good. I don't think they're known for their It's not memorable. It's not memorable, but it's also been a long time. I think a lot so of these why I'm gonna, are not known I'm going to default, food. I'm going to default to toot for the drag. All right. Okay. I love that. All right. The next one is drag me to the river. Joyce, <laughs> 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 has she done it? Oh man. Oh, I have to tread lightly. I have You've done this one. I you? have done. Okay. Uh, multiple shows at the river. Really? Um, I love the space at the river. Yes. So, uh, well, the, it's a modern sports bar that turns into a full-blown drag party only on Sundays, right? Yes. And the again, the environment is great. Um, I haven't performed in a long time. Um, I love the queens that run the show. Uh, Veronica Pop, if you eventually listen to this, um, shout out to you, girl. Um, and what I appreciate about the river is that, like you said, it it turns into this drag loving space on Sundays. Um, I think they know this. I don't feel badly saying it. Um, the food is not, you don't go for the food. There's more to be desired. You don't go for the food. And they, see, they have a, they have a kitchen. The drag's great. And the, the space is great too. So you come down these stairs, there's rafters, Queens will hang from the rafters. Um, Kimberly Summers, if you hear this, like awesome. Um, (laughs) and you can like the way the tables are set up, like it's a, uh, it's kind of like a runway, like a rally. That's the other thing too. If there's a clear, if there's a clear path for where, your numbers going to lead it's really easy for a drag queen because there's a start and a finish well it's easy yeah. for me i guess is what i'll say maybe some queens like to just like wing it wing it yeah which yeah. is awesome but like i need like this is exactly where i'm going to be start sure. point a to point b and this is the path that i'm going to take so that i don't get nervous and i don't forget anything now so i i'm going to go ahead i'm going to oh, it's also really exciting <laughs> it used to be like 40 bucks and no, 45 bucks and now 60, it's like 75. 60 70 dollars you can so toot I, and boot i know but I, toot the drag boot the food i'm gonna I'm, go, I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna to boot it oh i'm gonna batoot it batoot it toot it i'm gonna batoot it that's okay because it's a straight bar during the week, so don't feel too. I do want to ask because they. But do see, make- they, the thing is, like, if they if they listen, they like they, like they, you, people know, like yeah. you, you for sure go for the experience, you go for the drag. Yeah, yeah. No. And if it's they like a, if they the were to capitalize, if, people have seen drag exactly, exactly, that. and it's in a really cool part of the city. Um, that's away from Boys Town, which yep. I'm glad that they capitalized on that space. Um, but the food could be better. Yeah. yeah, in my opinion, it's very true though. I mean, I am O. Jake and I went together once. Yeah, and then, yeah, I've been a couple times. Um, right, my, my question and is, is it's, they very specifically always say do not touch the performers. How often does that happen? Where is this at? Oh, that's a good question. At the river. Um, I would agree with that. They do touch it. People at, do try to touch you. Get really you. close. Well, to the okay, like it's us. it's a catch twenty two because like you want a, a drag queen that has a fun number interacts with the audience. Yeah. And I love that. Um, but a, I think that if you get close, you have to understand that like people are going to want to like, you look, you're like a little so toy. Good. You're like a little doll. Yeah. They want to like touch you. They want to like feel your hair or your boobs or your body or whatever. But I don't think that people should just be putting their hands on drag queens. Yeah. Outfits yeah. are expensive. Wigs are expensive. Some drag queens don't pick their wins in, their wigs in. It don't <laughs> definitely them. don't pull on their hair because it might come off, and that's a scary sight for everyone. Like I said, <laughs> that would be the end of choice. Um, but yeah, like 
I I think it's fun if like I maybe I like pull somebody out during my number and like yeah. we dance together or something like that. But I think that all contact should Let be them initiated, initiated by the drag. Queen. Yeah. So number three. Like you wouldn't go to a Lady Gaga concert and jump on stage and touch her. I yeah, no, tried, hell yeah. I know, but they get in trouble. Exactly. Yeah. There right. should be Can't someone there that. actually right. monitoring that. Right. Um, all right, the well, third well, one. It's okay. Can I Let's just do one more of these. No, no, no. We're doing both. Okay. okay. <laughs> do you want to say it? Yeah. Okay. If go I, ahead. If I may. Princess, okay, boss. Um, <laughs> this is going to be the splat. Like Splash is, is drag brunch that they've recently uh, added oh, on since uh, so what the summer. You guys asked me about soaked. This. You guys say soaked. You got to lead with the name. No, no, no. I'm this is ca- why you don't lead. This is why. <laughs> I, I will end this podcast. I feel right like now. <laughs> I feel like the like um the the aunt or the uncle that's here like trying to keep the little third sister in. You're not even <laughs> trying. I know. She's like initiating. <laughs> I, yeah, I actually I like I, I'm I'm uh what's the word instigating? I'm instigating <laughs> the like, turmoil. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, soaked the drag brings of spirits a splash. Um, you do have a lot of like really fabulous rotating casts. Um, as far as I know, I know like Miss Toto's on there, Robin Banks. Um, the drag bunch is cheaper. You have two packages to choose There's from. There's two packages to give you options to choose from, which is Cheesies. nice. Yep. Um, and then cheesies is, I mean, it's, it, they have a food that's, I mean, it's cheesies, but like, I, I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm excited to talk about this because, um, I just recently you did a drag. This. Yeah. I just yeah. recently did a drag brunch at splash called, uh, the Taylor Swift experience. Yeah. It's my third Taylor Swift experience. Actually. Uh, I will, I will put it. If anyone that listens to this follows me, I will put it on my Instagram the next time that it happens and make sure. Yeah. We need um, to go. I'll get reservations. Yeah. You I have to, to you go. Like. It's so yeah. much fun. And what I love about Taylor Swift brunch, what I was talking about drag earlier, Swifties are no one, to be fucked with. <laughs> yeah, like, die a Swifty is a Swifty. Yeah, and, and they, they will, will let you know it and voice. they will show up. Uh, uh, the environment of the Taylor Swift drag brunch, uh, let, me, let me include this to Splash in general, is that everyone, it's, a, it's an intimate space, which is fine. Um, again, you're close, but everyone that goes to a Taylor Swift brunch sings every word oh, yeah. of every yeah. song. Like they're, the energy's high and that sort of, show and environment is exactly the one that a drag queen wants to be in. Yeah. That's very true. So toot for drag, a hundred percent. Um kudos to Splash. I just talked to one of their GMs uh the last time I was there about this. They don't do cheesies anymore. Oh. Ah. So for the Taylor Swift brunch that I just did, we had pizza and mini burger sliders Yum. and salad and it was a buffet. So oh. you can go up and you can get whatever food that you want. And there was plenty of it. It never ran out. They actually gave it to people that showed up to the bar later in the day. <laughs> uh, there was there was a lot of it. And, we love and a recycling. You know, and you know what? That It was perfect. It yeah. really was perfect. They, there was enough food for everyone. People could take what they wanted. Some people maybe want to go to a drag brunch and they don't want to eat. Yeah. And I think that technically they call it the liquid brunch, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. They might have changed it. This might they be might have changed article. it. Yeah. yeah. So they don't do the cheesies. They don't cater. Um, or well, they do cater, I guess. But the the like the buffet style was Perfect. chef's kiss. I love that. Chef's so kiss. Huge toot. Huge toot to buffet style drag brunch where the food is great and the burgers were like and little sliders was sitting there. Yeah, and like it was it was perfect. Hot, it was like perfect. Um, caveat. Side note: Do not get up in the middle of a drag queen's number unless you are dying yeah. or have to pee because that drag queen's going to feel badly. Um, but like, an, an right. Space. Distracting. Unless you're really, really hungry, then go get some. Yeah, like, you paid it. for it. I'm not going to tell you, <laughs> but like while the drag queen's performing, don't get up. 
Um, um, but yeah, so huge toot for Splash Liquid Brunch. Right. I highly recommend it. And what? 40 bucks? Yeah, 40, 45 bucks? I Something think. Something like that. And then there's a $60 for, package. I wonder and, if that's like a, a premiere package. Well, and so the technically the show was supposed to go from like one to like three or four. We got done at like 2.30. Oh. So it was just a it was just a party then for the next hour and everyone got to drink for free. You're like, yeah, That's fuck awesome. it. Keep going. Stay. Yeah, stay. Enjoy your time, girl. You Keep paid for toilet. it. Absolutely. We gotta go. That sounds so fun. It, it literally was so fun. Splash just had a remodel. The space is awesome. Oh, I is feel, on Saturday I feel great plugging this. I'm like, I, I'm so Sundays. happy that you guys asked me this. Um, it's most Sundays. Uh, they used, the, one of the Taylor Swift brunches I did was on a Saturday. Usually Perfect. weekends. Like a Saturday would be fun. Yeah, it was super fun. And one o'clock's a great time. There were yeah. not two shows. It was just a one just o'clock. Just show. Yeah. So not as many time options, but... That's okay because get your reservations in. Girl. It's a lot yeah. of fucking work. Yeah. Look ahead. We have one last one. Yeah. This one I personally have mixed feeling about. Um, okay. So this was, I remember this was something that we used to go to a lot more, um, probably like two years ago. I feel like I know what you're gonna say. Uh, the drag brunch at Joy District. I knew that's what yeah. you were gonna say. <laughs> we'll do it once a this, month. This hits me really hard in the heart because. I don't know if she'll listen to this, but uh, Chloe. Yeah, yeah. Chloe yeah. So Chloe Daniels uh, actually asked me to do this brunch once. And I think I was like out of town or I was already doing something. I had to work and I tried so hard to get it off because I know that the environment at Joy District for these drag brunches is so much fun. Oh, yeah. yeah. I've seen videos. It looks so awesome. much fun. People have bottle service. And- but regrettably i have to say that i've never attended it you never been to it either? i've never even been really to it. i know wow. i know i'm gonna get torn apart for this chloe's gonna Gina are gonna kill me but i know i've never been um, <laughs> am i gonna invite you next week <laughs> i hope so if they like if they listen to this i want to go um but like i i have to toot it because i know that i've had friends that have gone and i've seen videos and they give away like like a, a diamond they get prizes you can win crazy. like like a thousand dollars like it's insane what um and the space is really cool so again like the river they have stairs the drag queen get ready or they come from upstairs yeah and then the the dining room is huge um which is always great for a drag queen so yeah i i have to have to toot it even without the experience because i I already know that it's great i love that well i think it's only once a month too so it's like a lot of hype builds up and you have a really good crowd like i said with the taste whip branch get your reservations in yeah oh yeah all right i think that brings us to our game Cool. The real Tudor Buddha, real drag t- okay. queen trends. I, I tried listen, to start. I'm 100% on board with the Tudor Boot thing. I love that. Yeah. That, that was Jake's idea, actually. He's love like, that. we got her Tudor Buddha. Sometimes love, she's love, not. Love, love, she's love, all love, there. Love. She's creative once. Love. And my, fav- my favorite my favorite drag queen of all time is Raja. Really? Yes. Season three, RuPaul's Drag Race winner, Raja. And just like her kind of club kid, high fashion out of the box take on drag is impeccable and just speaks so much to me. I love her. And she's her and Raven are OG, uh, Tudor, Tudor Booters. Yeah, they're the Tudor Booters. They started it. Yep. They started it. I need, I've only seen like a few different seasons of of RuPaul's. Like I need to like commit to it and start with season one and work my way through. You You really do. Yeah. I've really only like watched like a couple episodes of Matthews and like some, like I think I watched one episode. I think Sasha was on it or something. Not Sasha. Sasha Yeah. No, my drag mom was on it. She was on season seven. I think I I I watched like a part of that season. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyways, let's do Tudor Booter, Drag Queen Trends. Okay. First one. 
drama and social lives between queens. We love it on RuPaul's, but what about real life? <laughs> oh. Wait, hold on. I need you to I need you to repeat. So drama, drama and in social lives between queens. Like real life, not like on RuPaul's, but like real life. I'm gonna boot it. Does that happen? It. Yeah, it does. I'm gonna boot it. I mean, think about it. It's the same it's the same thing as like entertainers, like everyone's gonna well, i mean yeah it's we are entertainers sorry yeah. i meant like maybe like the music industry yeah yeah like there's gonna be a little bit of drama people are gonna have different opinions about things like maybe not everyone's the easiest to work together because yeah, a lot yeah. of right well, a lot different of different personalities too it's yep, like any a lot of these rupaul anything. girls like after the show they'll travel together mm-hmm. like imagine I'm, being I'm, on the road happened? with someone that you don't like all the time but Ugh. then once you split up like um, some people can be like, I've heard they can be like big divas. Like they'll expect like certain things in their dressing room. Like I'm like, yeah. if yeah. I showed up at a show and you're paying me $2,000 to do a show, I would give a fuck less. Like don't even bring my, the duct tape. I just need some lights <laughs> and some chapstick. Like yeah. I don't need, I don't, I don't need red roses and strawberries covered in chocolate. <laughs> I don't need nacho cheese Doritos at my station to be able to put on some fucking lashes get over (laughs) yourself um but yeah i know i boot that i think that um i've always tried to be a very like i said i had a little bit of anxiety um being a new queen in a new space i would never be someone who's gonna put another drag queen down for them make them feel like that because you were right them being uh genuine and authentic to themselves about how they want to perform yeah now if a queen isn't blending her contour, that's a different story. And I might say something like, hey, girl. Yeah. Had it. That blush is a little, little deep, girl. <laughs> yeah, like, um, we could draw those lips a little bit, girl. Like, I'll say something, but then as soon as it's received or well-received or not well-received, you, you drop it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not, I want to be drama-free. Well, no, one no thing drama. that I found when I was, like, looking up like trends is that contouring and baking was invented by drag queens in like uh, the seventies or eighties. Uh, the Maybe terms, even earlier. all of the terms now contouring, no. I mean, has always been like a, a thing. In no, makeup. but not for like baking for sure. It comes from the drag world. Yeah. Wow. But I, I don't think contouring was like, maybe not something that was happening in like regular everyday, like where, where, wear. where you'll see like, so if we're going to talk about trends as like things like drag, or even high fashion become more mainstream. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll think about people now, like even RuPaul's Drag Race, the precedent that it has set for makeup, or just like I said, we're moving from female impersonation into drag as a performance art. Yeah, yeah. Um, that opens the door for just so many more people, including straight cisgendered people who want to aggressive with their makeup style i mean it's always been around but yes a lot of those things originated from i'm even going to go as far as to say like black ballroom drag yeah. culture um obviously i'm not i can't i can't speak on it as a white person but um that is where a lot of those things came originated from. yeah, yeah. Started. all right well number two is impersonating celebrities <laughs> um, uh, I'm gonna toot it. What is yeah. it like, Chad Michaels? I'm gonna share. I see that is the thing. Like, I'm so Wait, the hardcore celebrity. He's like hardcore, but like, but like, that's so cool. That's to really me. cool that they can do. How that. cool is it that Dr- Chad Michaels can literally yeah. look like 
Share, share on the and stage. Sound like what about Derek, Derek Barry? Literally, and if you, it, yeah. and this is where if someone comes to me and they're like, uh, "You're so wrong, bitch, <laughs> bitch." Derek Barry looks like Britney, Britney Spears. Spears. Chad Michaels looks like Cher. Which one's There's Christina one that does Aguilera? Taylor Swift, too. I think. Oh, um, Jay Jolie in Nashville does Taylor, Taylor Swift. Swift. Bitch, she looks like Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. <laughs> What's the Christina Aguilera one? Uh, quizzing him on these. I, no, I'm very impressed he knows know. all these names. I don't know. She's a blonde. Oh, um, uh, oh, shoot. Is her name? Farrah, uh, Pheromone. Yeah. Does Christina Aguilar. And see, that's the thing is like, Pheromone met Christina on her season. Christina was a judge. She came in after, um, what's oh, it called? Shit. Untucked. Yep, she met her. Chad Michaels has met Cher multiple times. Yep. Derek Barry has performed with Britney Spears. These bitches literally awesome. look like these queens. Yeah. Crazy. J. Jolie was in uh, Taylor Swift's. Um, her, her music, music video. video. I remember that one. Was it You Need to the Calm one Down? With, no, it was You Need to Calm Down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With all the drag queens. Uh, yeah, when they yeah. do like, and RuPaul's they, in it they too. They met these the girls. Above them. That's awesome. You know, let's think about what celebrity I would look like if I'm in drag. Actually, I've been told, um, did you ever, <laughs> actually, I've just changed my mind. I'm not going to say it. No, say <laughs> it. I'm not going <laughs> to say it. Say it. Fuck no. <laughs> um, I've been told I look like Sandra Bernard in drag. Sandra, you guys don't know that? who that is. You guys have no, no. idea. Whoever listens to this, if you know who Sandra Bernard is, and you, that thought goes through your mind, I'm going to fucking kill you in your dreams. Somebody <laughs> told you this up front? Yeah, she's not a pretty lady. <laughs> Hopefully she doesn't listen to this podcast. It's not nice. Look, Google her. Sam Joe Bernard. Sandra Bernard. Sam Joe, that's what you heard? I'm pretty sure that she was from like... <laughs> Ro- Roseanne. <laughs> Did you see a picture? This is so disrespectful. I should have never brought this up. I knew it. (laughs) (laughs) It's fucking... I know. It's the nose. It's the nose. Oh, my God. (laughs) I know. That's Joyce. There's Joyce Bernard. (laughs) Sandra Ann Bell. (laughs) Oh, I should have never said that. Whatever. Oh, my God. I'm changing your name in my phone. Remember humble. Humble and confident. Stay humble. That's why we love you. Stay humble. It's my favorite (laughs) phrase. Stay humble. Oh, my God. Okay. What about number three? Um, Queens that do just like the... um, I guess these are two different things. There's like the acting ones who do like a, like a full blown like performance, and the ones who do like I'm the acting. singing, like you do a lip sync or you do like you act out a scene. Um, I've seen both of them. I'm gonna default on this one. I'm not gonna tutor boot. Yeah, because again, they're both different. They're different, and I'm not going to. I I'm going to just appreciate both. where someone wants to lay their groundwork for who they are as a performance artist. Yeah. So if they're bad at it. Then I'll, then I'll boot it. But I just mean like good for them to get up there and do what they want to do. Sing live. Sing oh, live. I've, yeah. I've seen some like acting ones I, I used better to be, than some lip syncs. So. Yeah. I used to be very. Well, I think what Christian's thinking or Joyce is thinking about is live singing. I used to be very anti-live singing because again. No, that was the fifth one I was going to say. So uh, I, I, I'm a little bit. Older, I guess, if we're going to talk about like mainstream drag now, but um, I think that if you're going to sing live, you need to one, be a good singer, yeah, (laughs) and two, sound like a woman, yeah, 
like female impersonation, you can get all dressed up in drag and then you go up there and sound like a baritone. Maybe lock them doors. Yeah, you sound like Josh <laughs> Turner in drag. I would go to that. Right, show. it would be funny. But yeah. like for me, I think if I was going to sing live, I would want to have an upper register and I don't. Yeah, I have this sense. like man voice. So I go through all this work to look like a woman and then I go up there you and talk. get on a microphone and I sound like a man. But there are drag queens who talk during the shows and things like that yeah. too. So that's yeah. where my, my perspective has changed and evolved and... I'm. I would toot anyone who has the balls That's to true. get up on stage in front of a bunch of people in a wig and a dress and yeah, put themselves and out there like that. And I would sing. toot anyone that would get up and sing on a microphone to begin with. Anyway, so like. Add all those layers. Agreed. To it. See, that's the that's the that's the perspective. That's the attitude to have. That's yeah. where a lot of people's. Uh, that's where they need to put their energy is into supporting that and not. Yeah there's always going to be critiques. Everyone's going to have those opinions, but like positivity. That's yeah. True. All right. The last one is the Jennifer Coolidge acts from white Lotus. What, what do you mean? Have you seen the trend right now? Like everyone's doing Jennifer Coolidge. <gasps> oh, you know what? I <laughs> have, you have even seen the show? I have, I've seen the show. Okay. First of all, she is God. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> she is so, so great like i love her I, and i've i knew her from like stifler's mom and like oh, yeah. uh cinderella story or was it just cinderella it was a cinderella story it was a right story, it's yeah. called a cinderella story enough, yeah. yeah um i fucking loved her um uh, i think like it can it's gonna be overdone you know what i mean it's just yeah. something that yeah. it's something that people appreciate and for sure it's an easy character to do you're talking about like the peppa pig thing and the pink <laughs> yeah. with like the, the yes. babushkas yeah. like the scarf yeah. wrapped around their heads and stuff i saw a video where like uh like 15 or 20 gay boys oh God, all dressed yeah. up like her and I saw they went a, to the, I saw at mardi gras right white lotus like bar crawl yes. it was like 100 people dressed like her i'm gonna toot it because you know what she deserves it. She deserves it. It's too. at that point in her life, and it's a great character to do. And people aren't making fun of it; they're appreciating it. Yeah. yeah. So I will toot it. I will not boot it. Hell yeah! What Never, a great note to end. I on. know. I like po- appreciate. Don't don't put it down. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Fair. Yeah. Okay. I was expecting that to rhyme for some reason. <laughs> oh, I don't know where I was going. Okay. There was one question we forgot to ask. What? Ask it most embarrassing thing that you've ever done as a guest as a guest whether it's at a bar restaurant and during oh, a drag see, performance this is, this is a different you this is a different that we're going down a different we really road here a different realm. we were really we we're winding <laughs> you down know, you know you know how i act <laughs> in clubs <laughs> and in restaurants jake it could be prime provisions and i'm still gonna be swinging from the rafters one too many espresso martinis so it doesn't matter who's there like i'm still gonna be <laughs> taking my clothes off in my jockstrap but i almost got uh in trouble this this past weekend at the clubs because i took all my clothes off and i was running around i jumped on one of the speakers i want to i want to say the club that i was in but yeah, I um, I like to have a good time. Yeah, leave it at that. We'll leave it at. That. There's actually too many stories to tell. I have, I have, I have done some crazy shit as um, a guest in some places. But we'll just. What's funny is that no one ever gets mad at you though. Because it's all acts of love. It's art. It's art. Because it's I'm a performance art. artist. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's in good spirits. At least I'm not breaking anything. That's yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm just, I'm just. You broke the CTA. I'm just, no, it's. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. I'm sure it's fine. 
Honestly, Lori, Lori's got well, no more Lori, but Lori had Lori had, Lori had the budget for that. So that's true. <laughs> we're good. We're, we're, we're good. We're good, girl. <laughs> I no, pay we're my good. Taxes. I know we're good. Oh my god. No, we're good. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining us tonight, no. boys. I had a great time. Thank you yes. for having me. What's your shot of soy? What's you might say? What you might say? What's my shot of Joyce? Shot of Joyce. Shot of Joyce for Industry Sunday. Um, Joyce's shot of choice is a lemon drop. Love that. Fair. I know, but I think that's what we might have. Or no, what did we say last week? Uh, oh no, it was a chill Green white tea shot. Or the white tea shot. I did a white tea yeah, shot. So um, I will do two or three occasional um, rumplements. Yes. Mm. If you want to go down a dangerous road, three. I like like the like the slow burn down the throat. The minty it's nice, especially after you puke. If you you know. Oh, that yeah, would make the, me puke again. Yeah, puke and rally. I'm not a puker. No. I'm really not a puker. I haven't puked in probably 10 years. Oh, my God. Not Is that something wood. to be proud of? I think. Yeah. Well, maybe. it could be a couple different avenues. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, sure if I, I'm sure if I did, like, my head wouldn't feel as terrible the next day, but. Uh, probably. I also don't think I should be proud of saying how well I can hold my leg. <laughs> it comes with. It's because you're from Iowa. Honey. It comes with age. It's true. It's true. It does come with age. It does come with age. Well, thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Thank yeah. You. Cheers, Joyce. All right. Well, till next time. Thank you guys for listening and happy Industry Sunday. Bye. Bye. <laughs>